1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking, so I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well, and I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing.
0: My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do.
1: I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach.
0: So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation.
1: To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs in schools.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat
2: us.
0: They was trying to brand us, we were going to become the McDonald's of Kid Treatment.
2: Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to Season 2 of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. It's good to be back again this week because it's a special one. We are finally able to recap a season again, Michelle. And I'm so happy to be doing this one with you. It is so
3: nice to be back with you, Becca. I'm incredibly excited because this is like my first time hosting a podcast about the actual show. Mm
4: -hmm. Since when I
3: came on, we weren't, you know, we weren't in season yet. So I'm really excited. We're going to be talking to Gabby's first impression rose winner mario so i feel like we have a lot of questions to ask him
4: oh yeah yeah i mean i'm so excited it it feels like it's been a while i mean we were off from a season for 14 weeks and i have to say that's the longest we've gone in bachelor happy hour history over the past several years that we haven't actually been recapping a season Mm -hmm. and so i'm so excited to be here with you to get going and um I don't know about you, but night one is always one of my favorites. There's so much excitement around it. There's obviously you're meeting so many faces and getting to know these men and this, and these leads, too. But I'm excited to pick Mario's brain because this is like the first inside scoop from any of the men that mm-hmm. we'll have from this season. So it'll be a good episode.
3: It really will. And like the first night is so It really is so magical. And I will say that I was really surprised when I was even in Gabby and Rachel's position because, you know, you watch the show at home and you think about, okay, what would that actually feel like? You kind of do feel it through the screen. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what, like what I was feeling up there. So it's really cool mm-hmm. to just see like Gabby and Rachel they get to experience this first night as bachelorettes with all these guys approaching and like how they enter and their nerves and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. I think I blacked out when I when I walked out of the limo. Do you remember what she oh, did or said?
4: I well <laughs> Yes, because it became my tagline for now years <laughs> to come. But um, but yeah, that first night, I d- definitely blacked out. I did not expect to say half the shit that came out of my mouth, but it happened. But I will say, though, and I want to ask you this, mm-hmm. because... You know, we've talked at length now about our feelings on having two bachelorettes. And, you know, it's kind of hit or miss for me. It's like I wanted to see how it played out to get a vibe. And I actually... Love it. And I was kind of nervous at first and I didn't love the idea of having two shreds because I was like, it's kind of stealing the thunder where there, there is so much that goes into being a lead. And it's such a special moment for these women. And at first to do it together, I was like, Oh, it kind of takes away a little bit, but I'm changing my tune now because after seeing Gabby and Rachel together, Mm -hmm. I kind of wish I would have had somebody else by my side because there's nothing like having a good girlfriend that you can go to to gossip with, to talk shit with, to like just bounce off each other's energies. And we saw that throughout this entire first episode, night one, and I love them together.
3: I do too, honestly, because there's they're so similar and they play off each other so well and you can tell that they're comfortable with each other Mm -hmm. but then their personalities are incredibly different like Rachel Rachel's super sweet you know like I would say not even more on the quiet side but then you have Gabby who's like incredibly witty and just blunt and says you know what everybody wants to Mm -hmm. say or what everybody's thinking so it's it is pretty cool um yeah throw the Minnesota girls up there let's go run it back but but becca's engaged so we can't do that (laughs)
4: we'll just just have thomas uh, limo. (laughs) but
3: no yeah i totally understand what you mean with that and i think also it's going to be really interesting to kind of talk about how the guys handle it because Mm -hmm. it is a bit of an uncomfortable situation because you're approaching two women right Mm -hmm. and so i think it's easier to i don't even know the correct words not be respectful right like it's an uncomfortable situation and so i think the guys who have the emotional intelligence are going to stand out because they're going to be able to handle this situation with more ease if that makes sense right
4: right and and i kind of like it i mean i don't remember his name but the first guy that came out of the limo fresh out the gates Mm -hmm. he like they started on such and i don't want to paint this in a negative way but it started off on kind of such an awkward foot where he was like uh do we hug like who do I go to first you know like how do I do this which I feel like it's probably so accurate to what everyone was Mm -hmm. feeling that night it's like and I kind of like that for the most part Mm -hmm. you know there were some guys that I can't say this about but for the most part it seems like most men were very open to meeting both women like They didn't have their sights set on just one. They weren't all in at that point for just one person because like realistically, you don't know if you're going to hit it off with somebody you've never met. And so, you know, you're going into this already very uncomfortable, very unique situation. And so I like that both men were excited to have two women and to get to know them both. And I got to say, though, these women have a lot of dudes. They have their work cut out for them. 32, right? 32. And I think Jesse said this at the beginning, but it's the most... I mean, Michelle, I feel like you had a lot of dudes, too. You had, like, what, 30?
3: I had 30. I don't know if I had more than 30. I'd have to, like, honestly, truly go back and count. But I do remember that first night having this moment of, how is it possible that another limo is pulling up? Like, I felt like I was Mm -hmm. standing out there like, there's more. There's more. Mm -hmm. There's more. Mm -hmm. But but yeah I'm
4: excited they have they have a lot of weeding out to do oh yeah definitely (laughs) but
3: but they do seem decisive
4: I want to and I think it helps too that again they have each other so they can kind of be like oh that guy's my type I'm into that Mm -hmm. like I had this first kiss with this guy and I'm vibing him and it's it literally is like a friend's slumber party where you're talking about the boys (laughs) uh did anyone really really stand out to you out of the limo or just throughout the first night
3: honestly okay so i'm trying to remember all of their names because they're just you're not so, going to there's so <laughs> many not going to. but i think you like avon he's obviously a good looking dude right but it's like i thought he was gonna walk out of the limo significantly more like cocky than he did mm-hmm. and so i was like okay like he didn't you know what i mean he didn't come off like overpowering mm-hmm. um but I do like I do look at the the contestants, but sometimes I kind of like try to figure out okay, like who's going to be the issue here?
4: Right, right. <laughs> like, well, which one
3: of you are trouble? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I was, I'm so glad you just said that because <laughs> I want to talk about two guys. The first, oh, okay. Let's the go. first two, and we don't even need to get into it. But I feel like when you say the word issue, I feel like after seeing how Eric was with both women night one, I feel like he's going to be a quote unquote issue at some point this season like okay just wait,
3: the- remind remind me do you remember what his entrance was
4: I don't remember his entrance but he was the one who after both girls gave out their first impression rows, he got kind of not heated but he got upset and was basically mm-hmm. like I thought one of them was going to give it to me but he just rubbed me the wrong way because it seems like he got off on a great start with both mm-hmm. women he kissed I don't even know if he kissed Rachel, actually. But Rachel. anyways, like, he talks to Gabby. They were talking about her extensions. He, Oh, yeah. Okay, he just kissed Gabby. But then he was showing Rachel on his hand where he was living in New York. And, like, mm-hmm. he just thought that he had it in the bag with, yes. I think, both of these women. And he got a little bit upset that he didn't get a first impression, Rose, which I'm like, dude, it's night one. There's a thousand of you. Calm down. But I feel like that might be foreshadowing for a, a little spells bit. his
3: name E-R-I-C-H. Eric, Eric. Have you ever seen that done before?
4: <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. But you know, kudos to you for being different, and standing out, unique. Um, <laughs> but Michelle, got to talk about one more guy, <laughs> and that is—it's actually somebody that I have met before. Huh. And, um, so Ethan from Seattle is a guy that we actually had on as our bachelor on Bachelor Live on stage a couple years ago.
3: so nice in in seattle
4: he's from seattle he was our bachelor at the seattle show years ago and when i saw him come out of the limo i was like you've got to be shitting me (laughs) anyways um before we bring mario on what were your thoughts this is the first time i think Mm -hmm. ever in bachelor nation history that a night one rose ceremony was canceled What what did you think about that
3: Honestly, I mean, like if you are like a loyal bachelor watcher, you're going to know that through the season, there's going to be at least like one or two rose ceremonies canceled. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone expected it on the first night, but I actually really respect that just because you do not get to talk to everybody. And that's like when you are going through this yourself. So imagine having two bachelorettes mm-hmm. and like trying to talk to both of them, just like the amount of time and everything and that takes place. So. I totally understand not wanting to like really send a large portion of the men home. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. And so,
3: yeah, I, I, I applaud them on that.
4: Yeah. And taking I, the
3: three men outside, what did you think about that?
4: Um, honestly I actually kind of appreciated that I thought it it yeah. it was a kinder way to send them home where they didn't have to stand in front of the remaining 29 men I mean I'm sure to them they weren't expecting it and it, it probably was a bummer to them but realistically like it was faster mm-hmm. it was already light outside so they were, we're probably freaking exhausted yeah mm-hmm. Um. so I, I didn't mind the fact that they removed those men and took them away and had a separate conversation I felt like they actually yeah. gave them enough time to explain why they were making that decision the rose ceremony being canceled listen I'm all about canceling rose ceremonies but I Mm. will say like going into this experience the night one like that first rose ceremony is pretty special and so I feel like a part of that was kind of taken away from the men like it is it's it's kind of like a rite of passage and so I kind of wish the first one wasn't canceled all the other ones like go ahead do so would you you wish that
3: like they handed out roses still and then just didn't hand those roses to those three men that they walked outside.
4: You know, I kind of I would want a combo. I th- I like how they removed the three men first and said their goodbyes yeah. and then I I wish they kind of still went in and they're like We didn't get to talk to a lot of you. We still want to keep you around and bring you into next week. But like, let's still do this quickly. Just as like, like I said, that rite of passage to make those men feel special. Um, I wish it would have been a a combo of that. But again, like it was already light outside. Everyone's exhausted by that point. So I can't fault anyone.
3: And also Um, at the same time, I was like, I have no input because I actually was not a part of that first night because I was sent in late. Yeah. So like, I wasn't even in the group picture. Like, you know, right. like the typical like, oh you group yeah, picture right. that you like, everyone looks like shit because they've been up all night. They're tired. Right. They're stressed. Like, they want to go to bed. Like, it's been mm-hmm. overwhelming. I yeah, I wasn't in that.
4: Oh. <laughs> I guess I got my
3: own season, so I eventually had my own picture. But yeah.
4: You got you you had one better. There's nothing. You had one like better. It. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I think the one that they picked for Ari's season. Becca M and I were standing in the background laughing the, the entire time. And like my facial expression in that photo that they chose, I look really? like such a brat. I'm just like mean mugging. So, I you know, look that up. I would try. I would try. No, <laughs> They're all so bad. Don't they really look are. up anything. Um, they really are. But I'm I'm so excited for the rest of the season to unfold to actually get to know these guys. Because, again, there's so many we I feel like we didn't even get to see half of them yeah. um but we did get to see the one guy who did get gabby's first impression he obviously mm-hmm. stood out to her and so we're gonna have him on right now so everyone please welcome mario to bachelor happy hour
3: welcome to bachelor happy hour mario we're so excited to have you we're so
4: excited Woo! that this is like your first podcast
5: this is my first podcast Let's makes, like, kick off the premiere of the show so Yeah.
4: Well, so Mario, this is like Michelle said, the not only your first podcast, but the first podcast that we have been able to recap a season now, because when Michelle started, we we didn't have a season. And so I feel like we're kind of all doing this together. And I'm so excited. Um, I want to know from you, though, what originally made you join the show? Did you get recruited? Did you sign up? Were you a fan of the show? How did that all happen?
5: Yeah. Um, So I'm a personal trainer here in the Chicagoland area. And I was wrapping up my day. I think I had like four or five clients that day. I was on my last client. Uh, I go to Instagram and I have like a request DM. And so, uh, as a business owner, I check those just because you know, oftentimes I'll get like new clients reaching out. You know, we're wanting to train with you, etc. So it was a DM from um, you know one of the producers from the show. And you know, I read it. He was like, "Hey, I think you could be good for the show." So automatically, I'm like you know, this guy's gonna ask me for like my social security number, it's his spam. Like, no way is like The Bachelor reaching out to me. So um, I went back and forth with him and then he gave me his number and I called him and it was actually, actually after we got off the phone, I still was like, I don't know about this, but I did some research and I saw that he was a producer for the show, so it was real. And uh, that's kind of how my journey started. Uh, I was coming from a place prior to being reached out where I was in, um, cause they reached out at the beginning of January. So um, it was in twenty twenty one where I was like kind of in a situation ship. And so that had just ended and um, it was like the timing was perfect. Uh, and I was ready for something like new. And so I'm very organic in a sense of like I'm not on any dating apps, never mm-hmm. been on a dating app. I'm very like, I want to meet my person in real time. And so uh doesn't get any more organic than uh, someone reaching out to you to be on a dating show. A little, <laughs> a little out of the box for me, but at the same yes. time, it was uh, it was something that was different and that I was willing to jump into. So
3: mm-hmm. had you watched the show before, like you knew what the show was. Were yeah. you a fan of it? Or
5: um, you know, prior I had caught <clears throat> glimpses of Matt James season. I know that that was a big season with him being the first black bachelor. And so I caught glimpses of that season. And uh, I just remember like watching like a sporting event and then turning back to that to kind of see what was going on. But I never <laughs> like followed a season all the way through. But I can like pull I think I saw like glimpses of Katie season at one point. So I can pull mm-hmm. like little tidbits and be like, all right. So mm-hmm. I'll do
3: this was there ever a bit- point where you're like, yeah, I totally could do that? Or it never crossed your mind before they reached out? What's
5: funny is so um, prior to obviously all this happening, I worked at uh, a daycare and I was the only male staff member. I worked with 40 women. I was known as Mr. Mario. uh, (laughs) Side note, they're all pumped to, um, you know, watch and experience the show. But, uh, you know, they would always come in on Tuesday and they would always like break down the show. And they would be like, man. And then they would always be like, Mario, you should apply to be on that show. And I would always, always be like, yeah, for sure. And kind of just like <laughs> walk away. It uh, so it's just funny how things kind of come full circle a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, what I have pursued it on my own? Probably not. But, you know, it took a producer reaching out and then me going through the process and getting chosen. And here we are. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, things kind of happen for a reason they play out a certain way
4: yeah well it seems like it was kind of meant to be just timing wise and having somebody give you that little nudge that maybe you needed Mm -hmm. I want to ask you this and we'll get into everything that you were kind of experiencing that night one but I mean you're here because you not only got Gabby's first impression rose but you were only one of two guys to get a rose that night because they obviously canceled the rose ceremony so what did that feel like for you? Did you kind of expect that you would get it from Gabby? I mean, obviously, we we saw the kiss, but yeah. like what was going through your mind in that moment when she grabbed that rose and pulled you aside?
5: So, you know, when I got off the limo and I did my first impression, the Rachel and Gabby, okay, all that, <laughs> um, you know, I actually felt like I had made a connection with Rachel initially because she kind of grabbed my hands. And, you know, she's from Chicago, so she was like, Cubs or Sox? And I was like, Cubs, uh, you got to play it safe. And so I walked into Mansion, and then, you know, I saw Gabby out front. And at this point, I'm just looking to kind of get to know the both of them because I don't, don't really know them. Went to the front, had a great conversation with Gabby. We connected, and um, that eventually led to the kiss and to the first impression rose. And so, um, you know, it was one of those things where uh, – I felt a connection with her initially. And so, you know, that first night you're looking to kind of talk to who you can. And um, I did not expect that at all. You know, um, I knew that I was, I mean, I didn't know if she had kissed other guys. So um, I was kind of just in a place where I was like, man, we really connected, but there's a bunch of other men here. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if I really stood out. But then, you know, later that night, um, when Jesse came and put the first impression roses on the table, she pulled me to the side, and that made me feel really good. Aww.
3: Yeah, you know, there it is. It might be surprising, Mario, but there definitely will be nights ahead where you will kiss Gabby or Rachel the same right. time after <laughs> yeah. they're kissing other guys. It's a weird situation, but okay. So going back to how you came out of the lima, though, one thing that I noticed is that you looked instantly comfortable like the moment you stepped out of the limo and you were like doing your little dance twirl whatever up there do you remember that like were you obviously like were you nervous were you panicking before you got out of the limo because you have this perception of how it's gonna go especially like the days leading up to it and then that moment before you step out of the limo so many people black out and are like i don't even Mm -hmm. know what came out of my mouth
5: Yeah, it was, it was definitely a surreal moment just because a week prior, you know, they were announced as the two leads. Right. And so it mm-hmm. was this moment where like, I pulled up, uh, I had the limo crew that I was with, you know, a few guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was looking through the tinted windows, they can't see us, we can see them. Mm-hmm. And I just had this moment where I was like, man, this is literally like, I am here right now. Like, this is actually why I just saw them sitting on the couch with Jesse, like a week before <laughs> they were announced. Yep. Now I'm here. I found out the same time as the rest of America. And so um, when I got out, I think in the limo, I was like, heart, heart was beating. I was like, this is crazy. This is my first impression. Like I cannot drop the ball. Um, I want to make it past tonight. You know, I had a lot of different thoughts. Um, But when I got out the limo, I had this like peace come over me and I was like, just be yourself. And I know that sounds like cliche and kind of just like, all right. But like, really I was just like, be like, show your personality be funny, be goofy, try to be like charismatic and then bring it back in. So I did my dance, but then I just didn't want to be like there for entertainment. I wanted to like bring it back in and just be like, hey, my name is Mario. I'm 31 in the land area. Both of you guys look beautiful. I'm excited to be here. Look forward to connecting with you more inside. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving, right? So mm-hmm. I wanted that to be like a fun element, but then uh, not really serious, but just, hey, this is who I am. And so it ended up working out well.
3: Yeah, I feel like you, I mean, you you nailed it. Wouldn't you say you nailed it, Becca, for the
4: most part? Oh, I mean, like, well, yeah, obviously okay. he got the rose. And <laughs> you remembered your name, so you know what I mean? <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: I want to ask you this because I, I, I feel like Michelle and I have talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but like night one, obviously you truly have no idea really what to expect other than the fact that you're going to be meeting the bachelorettes, right? So sure. when you pull up in that limo, no one watching the TV show will ever know this, but when you pull up, there's a thousand lights all around. There's a thousand people. There's so many cameras. It obviously is a huge production to make the show, but like that, that moment is what actually really took me off guard. Like when we pulled up and I stepped out and it wasn't just like the person sitting in front of me, it was like hundreds of people mm-hmm. that's when it like really hit me where i was like holy shit like i'm not only just like meeting a person to potentially date like i'm here for a tv show what was that like did anything like really stand out to you catch you off guard freak you the f out
5: yeah uh it was actually the limo driver that kind of came out and he was like gave us the set instructions was uh, it polly and- to- Um, actually it was Polly's. I like (laughs) realized it was yeah, Polly's the best. Shout out to Polly.
4: You will see much more of him.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh (laughs) Polly came and he kind of gave like the layout of the land. He's like, Are you gonna get out? Gonna do this, there's gonna be lights over here, just do what you need to do. And Mm -hmm. so it definitely was um, you know, a moment where I was like, This is happening, but actually I was still pretty focused because it was two women in front of me and Mm -hmm. I knew that this was like a part of it. And yes, I'm on a TV show, but I was so focused on Rachel and Gabby and uh, trying to do my best to give a good impression that I think I like blacked all that out. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I knew it was good lighting. I knew that there was a cameraman right here, but I was just thinking, yo, don't embarrass yourself.
3: It's so hard to do that though. I'll say like, I feel like the average person, it's one thing to think you're like, think and kind of like, not brainstorm but visualize how it's going to go but when you get out there it like the only way this is going to be successful is if you can block that out in it it's hard like it is Mm -hmm. hard because they're i mean yes you have the lights right but you have all these people around you producers camera you know everything audio and it's like you you can't acknowledge them you can't talk to them right but everyone's just staring at you it's like this really weird fishbowl concept
5: yeah to your point Michelle, like you, you can't do that at all. And so Mm -hmm. that's why I was like, all right, just focus, do, don't, don't do too much, do your dance and just let them know they look nice and you'll see them inside.
3: Was there ever a point where you're like, okay, like I, I should have thought of that or like I, that was really good or that was really cringy.
5: Uh, yeah. You know, there was a lot of creativity our season, like a lot of creativity. There really was. And for me seeing some of the other ones, I think I'm like, man, did you like not do enough? Right. Because um, my thing was like, be who you are, show your personality and then bring it in. There was a lot that happened that first night. Right. You know, we had some guys coming in on a horse. We had some guys come in with chicks, a whole choir. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Mm -hmm. there was just a lot that took place. And so for me, naturally, yeah, the first night I'm going to compare myself and be like, yo, did I should I have done more? Should I? But um, I think initially I like put myself on like the lower spectrum based on what I saw, but then, uh, throughout the night, you know, hearing about some of the different entrances, I was like, okay, everyone kind of pulled something. Not everyone was like a huge spectacle. Um, I felt a little more comfortable in that. And then eventually I had my time with Gabby and then I was feeling a little more confident. And so, um, that first impression is huge though. And, um, you know, the rose ceremony comes up quick. So I was like, Mm -hmm. if I don't get time tonight, let me at least try to show, showcase as much as I can. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Um naturally, I think there was some comparison components there.
1: Well,
4: so once you were in finally talking with the guys, spending the entire night with them, what were your first impressions on some of the guys? Like, did you really hit it off with some of them?
5: Yeah, you know I um, am, am a very sociable person, and so mm-hmm. I'm like the hype man. You know, like if you post a pic on IG and we met one time, I'm gonna hype you up. Let's say I met you on like a trip and I followed you, I'm gonna hype you up in a comments. Everyone
4: needs Mario in their life.
5: Hey, I'm, I'm <laughs> Mr. Mario, and so Mr. Mario. Uh, and so when I got there, I was. I was just excited to be able to like meet the guys that were going to go through this experience with me. Um, and, you know, just kind of hearing where they were from, seeing what guys were wearing. I was wearing a beige and I know noticed that no one else had on a beige suit. Right. So I was, felt so, I felt good in that sense, but just hearing what city you guys are from, uh, what they did for their first impression, uh, you know, talking about sports, talking about, um, past experiences, how we got on the show. Um, it's something that brings, brings life to me, meeting new people and kind of going through a shared experience together. So I was pumped, um, you know, seeing Jacob with no shirt on, I was like, you know, Hey, I know <laughs> it's funny. Cause as a trainer, I really was thinking about doing that and um, I'm happy I kept on my beige shoes. <laughs> but uh, that was something that I was thinking about seeing Justin with no shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. These are things that stand <laughs> out and you're like, all right, like, what's your vibe this is my vibe okay so
3: So i walked in that you like vibe with you're like yep we're gonna be friends
5: tyler tyler was actually in my my limo and so uh we connected in the limo and then he came in after me we were just talking throughout the night but uh him and i connected right off rip uh nate and i also connected um
4: who did you not connect with was there one dude where you were like oh he's rubbing me the wrong way
5: You know what? I think when you walk into the mansion, because this is another season, you do look for like the guy who standoffish. Mm -hmm. Uh, But honestly, like truth be told, our cast was just great that first night. There was there was Mm no drama. Everyone was super cool with each other um you know guys are just laughing hanging out uh we're at the bar we're eating the appetizers we're just all trying to spend time with Rachel and Gabby we're still trying to figure out the setup so honestly like there was no one that rubbed me wrong that that first night um I vibed with everyone I would think everyone would give the same response as well
3: Becca who do you think like did your alarms go off with anybody when you're watching it
4: well, when I was watching it, the only guy that kind of set off alarms right away was, um, I'm blanking on his name, the guy that kind of got upset when he didn't get a rose. Eric? Yeah, Eric. He had this, like, entit- entitlement that I didn't necessarily like. Oh, but wow. but it's interesting that you say that there's no drama because I actually didn't think about it, but it truly felt like there was no issues really at all night one, and I feel like I've never watched a premiere where there hasn't at least been something like something, some beef between two guys, like whether it's big or small. And this is the first time that we didn't get that.
5: Yeah. And I think, you know, you go in with this anticipation of like, okay, Hey, Rachel and Gabby are here. I'm trying to get time with them, but you know, uh, this is the first night in the mansion. Some stuff is going to pop off for sure. But Mm -hmm. then throughout the night, the vibe was just like smooth. And Mm -hmm. the rose ceremony came, we did our toast and like, that was a rap. And mm-hmm. so wow. I'm in the same boat as you, Becca, where I'm like, you know, nothing popped off. I was I was waiting for something to happen, someone to like jump in the pool with no shirt on.
3: Yeah. Uh
5: somebody to just like get super drunk and just like confess their love together. Right? Like none of that happened.
4: Wait, okay. Can we get into the kiss? Yes, let's go. Let's get into the good go, stuff, go, Mario. go, go, go. Yeah. So Okay, in a lot of her interviews, she's like, these guys aren't kissing me. Like, I thought that there was going to be more kissing, more makeouts. Like, she wanted, she, like, really wanted that. And so when you finally went for the kiss, I think she, I mean, she was excited to begin with. But I feel like it was so special because it was with you. Obviously, it worked out because you got that first impression, Rose. Yeah. What did you think about it?
5: So. How um, was it? You, know, when, you were assertive.
3: Yeah. You we went could... for it. There was no hesitation. Like, you, like, lined <laughs> it.
5: I just straightforward. Uh, when we were, you know, talking on the, the bench that we were sitting down on, um, you know, I was just trying to look for a starting point. You know, anytime you talk with Gabby um, or, you know, Rachel, the first night in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull back from their previous experience. Don't reach back too far, but just kind of like asking questions on, you know, how they're feeling first night coming off Clayton season you're a lead how do I fit in this and uh just trying to spark a conversation with them and so we were kind of having a back and forth and I kind of put it like this there's two moments of silence right there's the awkward moment of silence where it's like hey uh do we have anything else to talk about uh mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward but then there's mm-hmm. the second one where it's like so reviving. vibing Looking around, <laughs> eye contact. You go in and then you give the kiss, right? So mine was the second one. Yes. And hmm. um, it was, it was, um, how was it? It was a great moment. It was a great experience. Uh, Gabby has um, great lips.
3: Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I knew something was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, do, how do I say this politely? Right, right. And so. That's good. Compliment
5: yeah uh for me it was a moment where i was like um i just had to ask myself a lot of questions right because this is this is night one right and me i'm like you know i'm high energy i got a lot of personality but i have like this privacy to me as well and so to be able to do that the first night did it feel natural thousand percent it did when i walked away did i did i think about what i did Did i have to process it yes i think that that was my moment it was a great moment and um I'm happy that I went in for the kiss. I'm happy what, that I won't what,
3: what do you think the ladies back at the daycare are going to say when they, they see you getting one of the first are, kisses screaming. of the season? They're going to be they're proud? Gonna,
5: they are going to scream. Uh, yes, gonna Mr. So Mario.
4: They're going to scream and the kids are going to close their
3: eyes. <laughs> right.
4: I want to know, though, going back to that first impression, Rose, do you understand the weight that that carries? Because historically, over the past several years, um for the most part the the guy that that rose goes to because the bachelors have pretty good pickers usually ends up being the final dude did you want yeah. know that
5: yeah i did and so you know it was it was funny like um prior to being on this season i would um just kind of think about like or I would look at other seasons and I would I would see the significance of that or I would see like a group date rose, you know, just kind of watching back other seasons just to know what I'm getting myself into, right? And so when I got it, you know, I came back in and guys were like, let's go, right? We have a super supportive cast, <laughs> everyone hyping each other up. And so um, I knew that it was a big deal. Um, I was excited to get it from Gabby. I feel like she's got a lot of personality and, you know, she's not playing games. So to get it from her meant, meant something too. And um I think it hit me like the next day and I was just like man I just I just got this this first impression rose like what is my journey gonna look like you know um everyone else kind of just got a rose too or they saw past the rose ceremony but like I stood out to her so Mm -hmm. that meant a lot to me yeah
3: did you feel like it put because as as wonderful as it can be did you feel like it put a target on your back at all
5: I think um initially I was like kind of comfortable but then after a while I was like okay there is this um there's this like pressure to to perform now right because like I just got and maybe perform is not the best word but like there's this pressure to like stand out Mm -hmm. I'll 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 say and um you know I I just wanted to be in a place where I was like still myself and comfortable but I did feel this need to like step it up even more because that first impression rose is a big deal. And I stood out and I was like, okay, how can I continue to stay in the Mario lane, but also continue to build that relationship with Gabby?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I actually wanted to ask you, I, I thought about this at the top of the episode, but I'm like, I'll wait more towards the end. Cause it's kind of a heavy question and I want to word it, where it makes sense. But so night one, you obviously went in very open-minded to meeting both women you ended up getting that first impression Rose with gabby and having this this instant connection obviously the chemistry between you everyone saw moving forward do you feel like after that starting point you were all in on gabby or were you still open and maybe wanting to test the waters with rachel a bit to see what that could be
5: Yeah, I was still open to test waters with Rachel, Uh, you know, after we got the rose or after I got the first impression rose, you know, I was standing in a rose ceremony and we did our toast and Gabby goes, uh, you know, there's still so many of you that I haven't connected with. And that was something that Mm -hmm. like, you know, I think when you get a rose, you want even me during the toast, I was like trying to stand, stand by her. I was like, yeah, that's right. I got the first impression.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's my rose. Uh, Right, right. But
5: I think, I think that, um. You know, when she said that, I was like, okay, it's still early. This rose is huge. I'm still trying to see how things are going to play out. Gabby and I had a great connection, but I am open to having a conversation, right, with Rachel. And so um, I wasn't necessarily like 100% locked in on Gabby. I still wanted to get to know Rachel. But that was as a result of what she said, right? I think that... Um, you know, there were still a lot of guys that didn't get time that night. That you know, kind of bypassed that rose ceremony. And so for me, I stood out. But at the same time, I know that uh, I still had a target on my back. Right, that mm-hmm. there were still guys that wanted to kind of spend time with Gabby mm-hmm. and Rachel. And so for me, I was like, well, I I should be open and available too. Um, definitely leaning more toward Gabby naturally because I just right. got the first impression rose from her. Yeah. But being open to Rachel was something that um, I was.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. This is like just starting to set in of how complicated this could be just naturally, like as humans. Uh-huh. Right. Because it's like you think about your choice, Mario, and like the, the emotions of what you're feeling. Right. But then mm-hmm. you also have to like take in the other person's emotions as well. So like Gabby mm-hmm. obviously was into you, gave you her first impression, Rose. Right. And you you have the opportunity to also get to know Rachel but like you talking to Rachel, it could also feel like you're doing the other relationship as a disservice. Right. Because it's just yeah. it's unnatural in this this type of world. And then also the guys see you talking to Rachel and assume, well, why are you talking to Rachel? Because Gabby gave <laughs> you your first impression. Role. So like, wow, yeah. the complicated like nature of this all <laughs> just naturally. But,
4: but you know what? It's so crazy. Actually, the more that I think about it now, I actually kind mm-hmm. of like it because And Michelle, you know, because when you're the lead, you have so many men, all vastly different. And so you're trying to compartmentalize each relationship, each conversation Mm -hmm. that you have with everyone. That now, I mean, maybe you felt this, Mario, but now it kind of puts you guys in a somewhat similar situation where you have to compartmentalize each relationship and each conversation with both women. So you get more of a feel for what the leads go through and perhaps you can empathize with them a little bit.
5: Yeah. It, it really kind of puts you in a place where you have to like process your feelings and actually think. Right. And like, I, I say that specifically because, you know, if there was one lead, you would just be kind of locked in on them. Right. But because there's two, you really process your interaction with Gabby. Right. And you really process your interaction with Rachel and you sit there and you think about, okay, like, who did I connect with more? Right. Like, uh, you know, what did I like about my time with Gabby? What did I like about my t- And they're processing that too. Right. But mm-hmm. they're the lead, so Ultimately they're kind of choosing your faith in a sense, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. I think you learn about yourself. Right. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that that's like the biggest takeaway is that uh, you learn about yourself. You learn about um, how you compartmentalize things, how you process your feelings, what you like, what stood out. Did you like laughing with Gabby? Right. Did you like the deep questions that Rachel was asking? you, Right. Like being able to process these things, I think, is a benefit to learn about yourself, but also um, to get a better understanding of who they are
3: individually. Mm -hmm. I love this. I'm emotional intelligence. I feel like it's going to be much easier for Gabby and Rachel to like pick out which men have emotional intelligence and which men, you know, Mm -hmm. can't communicate with like the jealousy and everything, all those different like nature things. Wow. It's good. It's
4: good that the guys couldn't be 1000% zoned in on just one Mm -hmm. person. Like you said, Mario, and I love that you called that out because it does make you think and it makes you, it's not just like you're, Beelining just for one lead where, yeah, where the men just, like, have this jealousy, this, like, need to win in some sort of sense. You kind of have to figure out, okay, who's a better fit for me? Like, realistically, if this is going to work out and there's an engagement at the end of this, who is going to be the best fit for me? And it you kind, of kind of makes you guys take a step back and sit in those feelings
3: for a bit, which I love. And actually, like, acknowledge. Honestly, Mario, mm-hmm. you pointed out, made, a, like, a really good point with that just because I think it does make everybody like, like I was saying, you're saying it makes everybody take a step back and actually think about the feelings. Whereas when there is one lead, honestly, it's really easy to be competitive and yeah. like just try to get to the end because that's what you're supposed to do and not because of like your actual feelings. So Hey, we'll see. Yeah,
5: no, you're, you hit it right on the ball. And I think it made it more complicated just because uh, there was two. But also, like, you start to see the girls kind of form certain relationships, even at like first night. Right. Like mm-hmm. Rachel sprinted out and got her first impression of rose. And we're like, where is she going? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so you start to like kind of compare early. Right. So, yeah.
4: But mm-hmm. I love, too, is the fact that both women are so different that. It makes it more fun to watch. And it'll be Mm -hmm. interesting to see who everyone gravitates towards as the season goes on. Okay, Mario... We always play a game with our guests and so it's rapid fire and we just want to get to know you more because we've only seen two seconds of you guys on the TV screen. There's much more to come, hopefully, but um, we'll just ask you a question and first thing that comes to mind. So I will start it off. This is a very easy one. Are you an early riser or a night owl?
5: I am a early riser for sure. I love kicking off my day with healthy breakfast, working out, and then I'll jump into my clients. So. All right.
3: Best dating advice you've ever received?
5: Man, um, listen to your gut. And I think that, I mean, some people might be like, what? But uh, I think that like that is something that people kind of underestimate a little bit. They want to force things when internally they may feel a feeling of like, this isn't really for me. But I'm kind of just stringing it along a little bit, just to kind of make things work. And so, listen to your gut. Anything that you're processing internally or your intuition, pay attention to that because it's there for a reason.
4: Ooh, solid one. How do you like your pizza?
5: Um, well done, actually. crispy? Uh, yeah, no, not not burnt. Like crispy. Because sometimes when I like like this the cheese, the red sauce is coming down, you have your toppings, and some people like it like that. I like a kind of a a crispy pizza. Some half like thin crust. It. Yeah, or like a deep crust. Cr- or deep
3: dish or thin oh, crust. Okay,
5: so I feel like with That's a a good question. Uh, a good question. I got to go deep dish, but I do like hmm. thin crust as well. Um don't I just me. like it to be kind of have some crisp to it. I don't like to be like this, right? Where I'm like reaching yeah. down.
4: It's gotta okay. hold up the toppings.
5: It's it's gotta <laughs> hold up the toppings.
3: Okay, shower or bath?
5: Shower. Um, you know, I can't remember the last time I took a bath, to be honest, but totally uh, maybe I should take one soon.
4: Right? Oh, do it, pour yourself a glass S- of wine, light like d- some dirty candles. Water put on some art. <laughs> I love just, a good path. Um, a bath. Okay, I so this is a question I'm gonna ask, but I also need you to show it. What is your signature dance move?
5: um okay let me let me create some space here um you know the dance move i did on the show was like i don't know if you guys can see me i'm kind of mm-hmm. um but it's a little shoulder you know i got a little shoulder action a little shoulder okay, i like it you don't I'm need really much happy space. that you had
3: pants on when you said you have to show it like just with zoom and like covid and any- everything i'm like just
4: please
5: Right, right, <laughs> right. Margo, please have one. Right.
4: Hell, I, I okay. wish he didn't. That would make for more entertainment right now. What is your favorite curse word?
5: Uh, Probably damn. I feel like it's... Uh, That's very PG-13. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not... I don't really drop a ton of, like, F-bombs or anything. I think for me, um, I'm actually not a big swearer in general, but if something happens, i would be like, damn. Right? You got to put a little okay. tone...
4: Mm-hmm. right damn. so it can yeah. it's applicable to so many situations right, like right. good bad annoyed yeah. whatever like, right. damn Funny. Damn. oh i like this question what is your guilty pleasure
5: um man as a trainer you know i try to keep it healthy but uh there's a spot out here called andy's ice cream they close at 11 o'clock i'll pull up at like 10 55 and be like give me a waffle cone with strawberries, blueberries, pineapples, uh, and just like max out at night. So Ooh. late night ice cream.
3: What is your go-to karaoke song? This is very telling of who you are as a person. This is like the most important question you've been asked.
5: So I actually was, um recently out. And, um, you know, I was out with some friends and they were like, let's do karaoke. And so uh, they were like, let's do Nelly Hot here. So it was like a group of like, uh, it was myself and like a few girls, and there was like one other guy. But I like killed Nelly's raps. Yeah. Like,
4: okay, Mario. What is the current screensaver on your phone? Ooh.
5: Um, man, you guys are gonna laugh? Uh, I don't, I don't have a screensaver. I'm what? Pretty, yeah.
4: Is that like Mario, a default screensaver? Mario, I would not have pegged you for a basic a default printer. screensaver, man. At least yeah. like a
3: quote or something. Right. Yeah, um, right.
5: <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, nothing. You know, okay. uh, for, for for a while, I did have Kobe Bryant as my background. Love Kobe. Grew up as like a huge Kobe fan playing basketball. Uh, then I switched phones and then I just kind of kept it basic.
3: If you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go?
5: I would say Greece. You know, every time I see pictures of Greece, it just looks so like clear. The water is like beautiful beautiful scenery the buildings have this nice like all white aesthetic going where the sky is always like crystal blue right Mm -hmm. like um that's a place that I have not been to but every time I hear about a friend going there or like you know I see pictures I'm like man I actually want to travel there one day so yeah for sure
4: manifest it now we'll get you to Greece let's go okay last question for the game and I don't, okay. We have just one word, but I'm going to give you a whole phrase. So if you could give us a phrase to describe the rest of Gabby and Rachel season, what would that be?
5: Um, I would say um, telling. Oh, see, Whoa. you only
3: needed one word. That's all I had to that give you. I threw everything in the air. Telling. I don't even know how I feel about that. Telling. I know. What is that supposed to mean? Tell us more.
5: Telling in the sense of like, you know, I think that um, you'll start to see really like feelings be be brought to the table, not only from Rachel and Gabby, but from the men,
4: Hmm. people
5: making decisions that impact other people, just a lot of different things. So telling.
4: Okay. All right. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this season. That one
3: makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why. (laughs)
4: Does (laughs) it? Oh, I'm ready. I don't know. I feel like telling is not always a good thing, but true true no but it's probably needed for everyone absolutely so mario that was the game but before we let you go we always ask our guests each week what their rose and thorn was but because we are in the new season we're gonna keep it to just the episode so so far your night one whether you lived it or watched it back on the screen what was your rose and thorn basically your highlight and low light of of night one
5: Man, I think it doesn't get much better than getting the first impression rose, right? So that would be my my rose. Uh, My thorn would be this is tough because you know when you get the first impression rose, it's like what like what could you have done different that night? Um, I would say after my interaction with Gabby, I sat on the couch and I was like kind of making small talk with guys, but there were other guys that were actually like socializing. But I was in like this like zone where I do wish I maybe that first night I could have like hung out with more of the guys and been present in a moment. But I was like, yes, I just connected with Gabby. Like, I think I was processing that moment like mm-hmm. super long and I should have just went and like hung out with like the guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, my thorn would be that first night um, maybe like experiencing that opening night with them a little more and not being so like, okay, I just did this with Gabby was going to come next. You're going to choose me. Right. So mm-hmm. being more present, um, I would say is
4: my thorn. Okay. I'm surprised you you didn't say how long that night was. Okay. I'm going to
3: start with the thorn. I would say my thorn is that I think I w- wish that they were Gabby and Rachel were like split earlier so that they could have their own conversations and really like embrace that first night as individuals because they already met the men together when you guys were stepping out of the limo. Um, my rose would just be that, watching the women so excited and like truly embracing this and happy and really seeing potential in more than one relationship for both of them and so I Mm -hmm. think that's that would be my rose what about you Becca
4: um I'm gonna say the thorn of the episode was that we didn't get to see more of the chicks and oh actually no no I'm gonna say this one I love a good costume, and no one came in a costume this season, which I... Besides, like, the guy in the blue, which doesn't really, really? count, you know? Uh, like, I wanted a costume. Like, there's always got to be... That's,
3: that's, that's, that's really a living a animal. <laughs> no, but, like, he... It was kind of like a knight in shining armor
4: Yeah, but he situation. just had to take his top off, you know? Really. I wanted, like, Something whatever it would be she wanted a costume um, wanted a costume and <laughs> the thorn of the premiere is actually the vibe of the women again just seeing them truly I think embrace the opportunity but but really enjoy doing it together and not feeling mm-hmm. like it's taken away from either I found that very special I'm all about like strong friendships especially in women because i feel like in this day and age you just don't have enough of that support and so i love that we saw them two together, like the two of them together and their banter their vibe back and forth they're so different but they feed off one another really well and so i mean uh, we will see the romantic relations form but i just love watching their friendship right now and it better stay like that girls okay that's all i gotta say
3: I think so. I think it will because they already know that it's going to be uncomfortable and that it's new and whatever. But they seem Mm -hmm. like two people who just like talk it through.
4: Yeah. they're. I mean, everyone so far for the most part, especially those two seem very mature. So, yeah. Um, All right. Well, Mario, thank you for joining Happy Hour. It was our first one of the season. We're so excited you could have been here.
5: I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm grateful that, um, you know, the first night went the way it did and it led me to you guys. So thank you for having me on.
4: Mario, thank you for joining us. That was such a fun interview and it feels good to just kick off a season once again. And Michelle... Cheers to us doing our first full season of recaps together. I can't wait to see where this goes. I love you. Thank you for for being here with me. Again, thank you to Mario. And an even bigger thank you to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. And everyone, don't forget that you can catch every new episode of The Bachelorette on Monday. Oh, I have to say Bachelorettes because we have two. So The Bachelorettes every Monday on ABC or on Hulu
3: and make sure to hit us up on social you can follow us at bachelor happy hour on instagram and from there you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on twitter and tiktok
4: and bachelor happy hour is available on apple podcasts amazon music or wherever you listen and you can always listen ad free by subscribing to wondery plus in apple podcasts or the wondery app thank you everyone and we will see you next week
0: My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They
2: beat us.
0: He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid
2: treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner.
3: Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene, was good?